dreamt about winning this competition since I was 17, since I saw Drag Race and was like, oh, that's where I need to be. And while my journey hasn't been anything like what I dreamt it would be, I'm still here at the end of it, and I want this to be a good dream. <laughs> Because I've always been in a lot of pain, and because I've always had a limit on what my body can do and how long it can do it for, I realize better than most the importance of milking the now. I've had to overcome every single obstacle that's been thrown at me, including the ones I threw at myself, and I'm ready to leap this final hurdle and finish in first. See you at the finale, bitches. <laughs> well, Mary. May the odds be ever in your favor. They certainly were for Miss Evie Oddly, uh, our new reigning queen of season 11. Yeah, there was, um, you know, when Bob won, he, you know, titled himself current fucking reigning. And then when um, Sasha won, it was current fucking braining. And then I think when Aquaria won, it was like current fucking... I can't remember. But then I think this, I saw this on, on the subreddit. People were like, oh, what would Evie be? And I think someone said current fucking raging. Oh. Which I thought, like, interesting, violent, vi- violet, velvet, ragey in sure. a way. Yeah. Obviously, it's just a reference to her being a contentious queen. But I thought that's an interesting um, current fucking raging. Mm. I don't know. I kind of love that. I love my queers raging. Yeah. Um, but not in the velvet raging type of way. No. Uh, no. No. Know. In a like Judy Garland throwing the first brick <laughs> at Stonewall kind of way. Yeah. In the sense of like uh, don't censor my pride kind right. of raging. I just can't yeah. believe she kept one hand on the piano <laughs> and then picked up the brick with the other and was just like I'm going to finish the song and start this movement at the same time. Fucking love Judy. Yeah, she, you know, changed a lot of lives. Yeah. Helped a lot of people. I wonder if that's going to be in the movie with Renee Zellweger. (laughs) I wonder if they're going to show her pulling the brick out of the wall with her bare fingers. You know, speaking of bricks, you know, it makes me think of Raja in the reunion talking about how, you know, to get through to her, you have to pull the bricks apart. You can't just knock them down. Right, right. Um, you know, so Judy Garland wouldn't have gotten along with Raja. No, she wouldn't have. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we have this a great um, clip of the week. Um, I will. S- I have a lot to say about the video clips that they played before the interviews with the queens, but um, this particular Evie speech that she was uh, saying. Uh, I love the idea of milking the now. I think that's very, uh, it's, it reminds me of rent. It means no day but today, uh, especially with, with her situation, why she has to milk the now. But it's also a really interesting way to live your life, um, a, a way that a lot of artists, I think, approach their art. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just that idea of learning to overcome obstacles in front of me, including the ones I threw at myself. I, I think Evie thinks very deeply and is very eloquent. Yeah, no, she is. I mean, I think uh, her honesty is kind of at the core of her eloquence, you know, like or eloquence, if you will, uh, because I, I think that there's something like that whole idea. Right. is like once you just like tell the truth, everything gets a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's true also about how how she um, how she speaks, how she portrays herself, and how she how she conversates, as Ta- Tatiana just would say, say. Talk. just say talk. How she talks. <laughs> so it's literally a just say talk moment. Um, yeah, how she talks is the word I was dancing around. <laughs> is that I think it's all informed by honesty. It's all like there's something really refreshing about it, and that comes across as eloquent. You know what mm. I mean? To just like tell it straight. I think that's a 
version of eloquence. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Uh, what's interesting to me is her uh, her final lip sync look uh, featured many faces of Evie, uh, which I loved. I was, uh, I just thought it was so stunning. I'm so happy she won. Yeah. I think even Brooklyn knew mm-hmm. that she was gonna win. She was. Did you see that clip of Brooklyn? Like, I saw staring a picture of it. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. just such a beautiful moment. And I think you know, gotta give it to Brooklyn. You got I mean, Brooklyn. Obviously, uh, we'll get into it. But Brooklyn, I mean. Nothing was out of place. Right. It was just, I mean, I think I think it was really just about, like, I think this larger, the whole larger story of Evie. Yeah. I think, you know, there's so many things about Evie that, and not to compare queens, but I think when we look at winners and we mm-hmm. look at, like, the unique things they're bringing, um, Evie has elements of Violet Tchotchke, you know, that kind of, like, I may not have always gotten along with everybody, but it always came from a place of truth. Yeah. Violet said the same thing. Right. Um, I, obviously there's elements of Sharon needles and elements of Sasha Valore where it's like, these are, these are qualities that a winner comes with. They're doing something new with drag. They're mm-hmm. bringing a very strong perspective. Bob was like that, bringing a very strong perspective. Yeah. I don't know if there's a formula for winning drag race, but I definitely think there are commonalities that we see in these Queens. Well, and I think I mentioned this on the hot take, but, uh, it's time for another underdog win. We haven't had one since like Jinx mm-hmm. or Sharon for that matter. Sharon, I think, is a little bit more like Evie's underdog. Yeah. Um, because she was contentious, whereas Jinx, people were just like shitting on her. Yeah, Jinx, it was a, it was a <laughs> different type of. It was the, uh, the you know not the Dream Girls, but the Heather's. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Or the book, bo- yeah, it the was, boogers. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was, she was a, she was, she was a, a booger. booger. Yeah, she oh, was a Jesus booger. Christ. Yeah, uh, I don't think they called. It was just Relaska talks versus Jinx. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah essentially, it, she uh, was to a, use the words from season three. She was a season five booger, right? Yeah. <laughs> she was such a season five booger. Though. Oh my god, I'm such a season five Heather. Right such, now. Yeah, I'm a total season five. I'm an I'm an All Stars two booger right now. <laughs> Clearly, clearly. Uh, oh, at really. all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I. It's time. It was time for this type of queen to win and i i'll have a lot more to say about the uh, she's kind of my make-believe drag queen mm-hmm. uh, a drag queen who does make-believe mm-hmm. as opposed to a queen who you know does the full illusion yeah there's a difference between fantasy and make-believe yes exactly yeah. and i think that this is more of a make-believe and i think we in right now needed a winner that was a little bit more make-believe I think so I think that it makes sense that Evie won in a lot of ways I think even just the story the narrative of the season the, the whole idea of of the fact that she has a uh, you know a limited period of time in which she can do this mm-hmm. and that she sees the value in not wasting any time and I think it's not that these queens other queens don't but I think it's about the yeah, the message that that queen comes with, and I think so much like you know, you think if you go back and watch the season, Evie was hitting like every note for RuPaul. Yes, you know when you look back at like those old like gender fuck pictures of RuPaul, it's like you can see the combat boots, and, you know, smeared, smeared lipstick, yeah. and, the, and we did our arm across yeah, our lips we when we it. said that. We did it, Mary. But you can see elements of Evie, you know, of RuPaul at that stage in Evie, and right. so I feel like the moment RuPaul said no one's doing what Evie Oddly's doing, I was like, well, she won. Yeah, that's that's the that's the name of the fucking right. game, Adore Delano. Nobody's yeah. exactly nobody's doing this. Even mm-hmm. in, going back to this clip of the week, the visual, uh, the audience, you hear them kind of applauding when Evie is in that like blue monster suit. Mm-hmm. She's basically uh, what Vivacious was calling back to of yeah. this club kid. She's still doing that and kind of kind of revising it a little bit, mm-hmm. or just kind of 
what is it? Uh, re- not revamping, but she's kind of um, reclaiming or uh, uh, what is it? Uh, like a, when you're when you raise something from the dead. Oh, reviving. <laughs> yes, reviving. Yeah. Oh, revivaciousing. Revivaciousing. Yeah. Um, so she is kind of reviving that look, and I mean, it was it was a little shocking, right, to see kind of more of a Dragula aesthetic on the screen yeah. at the finale, right. Because she wasn't, she was in heels, but she was a monster in heels. Well, I think it's like, isn't it Sharon that says like, "When in doubt, freak him out." Yeah, and I think that like, I think RuPaul loves yeah. that, and I think that is Ugh. also like a really good kind of like core about this show and about like what it's promoting is like, there is that element too of like, when you don't fit in, the goal is not to try to fit in; it's then freak him out. Yeah, then like you know. Uh, to, yeah, to, to quote Diane Lane in Under the Tuscan Sun, you're freaking me out. You're freaking me out. Just don't fly around. <laughs> Freak me out. So I, I think that, like, the fact that Evie is doing that when maybe, you know, a lot of these other queens are maybe trying to fit a certain model of right. acceptance of what's acceptable, of what right. people are interested in, of I mean, what's the ideal. I think that's why we love Nina West so much. Because uh-huh. was, she, was, she kept doing her own thing and wasn't – and sure, she was taking notes, right? But, like, mm-hmm. she wasn't – it wasn't about the the fantasy and the perfect makeup. No. And, you know, she had her aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Similar to Bianca Del Rio, where it's like, this is how I do it. I'm a clown, you right. know? Right, like this is a very valid part of drag. And yes. you can't get so caught up in like, yeah, but does it look like a woman? Right, and it's like, fuck well, all the way off. Unpack that sentence. Yes, yeah, but, what you unpack in there. Yeah, right, a whole lot of bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and that's just, you know, maybe we talked about this on the hot take of like, it all depends on like what perspective you're coming to the show with. Are you... Are you gagged by the illusion? Are you gagged by the outsiders? Are you gagged by like queer people creating, you know, successful art? Like whatever it is, that's the lens you bring and that's going to like inform who you're rooting for. Yeah. And I think after Aquaria, after Sasha, just after a lot of these winners, um, to see the towel dress make believe queen win Mm -hmm. over like the perfect glamazon, you know, expensive queen. Yeah. It was really refreshing. It was something I needed. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that I like was that invested until there was that sigh of relief that came over me when Evie won. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, like, thank goodness. Uh, you know, just even seeing Evie in this video, like in the blue and against the blue backdrop, uh, there, there's this clip of her oh, on the yes, street. Oh yes, yes, just, yes. You know, uh-huh. pretending to fit, pretending to fit in. Right. It's it's hilarious, and it's like that's me. You know, there's there's so many aspects of that that I love. Yeah, I I think that's like looking back, and we, we talked about this on the hot take, but I yeah, I just think that that Evie is. Uh, she's hitting a nerve that I think is very different from the nerve that Brooke was hitting. Mm -hmm. And we talked about like, you know, the straight women at the bar when you were watching and like they were rooting for Brooke. And it's like, well, that might be because she is giving them the fantasy they want. Right. When they think drag queen, it's like, oh, right. You, you're a man pretending to be a woman. That's how I understand. Or it's that, that Brooke is creating this, this heightened, elevated, you know, fantasy of woman yes. of femininity yeah. that that speaks Magnified. to them right whereas evie's celebration of her oddity speaks to us to us exactly you know? yeah because they were you know and, and, and I, one is not wrong no it's just i the one that i wanted to win yeah was this is like season nine all over again the yeah. one i wanted to win won yeah. so i got no complaints yeah, yeah. No complaints. yeah. 
uh, well, with that, Mary, let's let's jump into this finale uh, and tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. This is it. All right, Mary. Uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little bitty bitty TV show. <laughs> I'm Johnny, and you can reach me at 555-VanessaVangieVoters.MingleThing. Oh, uh, and I'm Colin, and I just dialed that number, and uh, I, you I heard, got, and I heard, I heard, I'm back with a vengeance, I'm back with a vengeance. Um, it was just a lawnmower. It, yes, it was. It was just like I was just listening to somebody juice, um, and uh, just like you know, at a coffee bean like yes. roaster, and they were just grinding espresso mm-hmm. beans. It was just 24 hours of Gloria Jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Orange Julius. Orange Julius. <laughs> to th- throw back to when did we talk about that? Just, just now. Just now. Just earlier. Oh. Uh, on the, on the, 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 the Only Mary. Oh, the video. video. I was yeah. like, when did we talk about that? I know yeah, we had an audience. Orange Theory. Orange yeah. Theory. Yeah. Orange Theory, which we can talk about. Orange. I'm doing Orange Theory. But <laughs> that's not what you're here to hear about. You're here to hear about. Finally, the finale. Yes, the Not finale. Not to be Pippin. Cece Peniston about it, but that's right. The um, finale, Pippin. The finale. Think about the finale. Think about that. I don't know that reference. Think about that because we are there. Season eleven is over. Evie oddly won. She won. Oh, congratulations, Evie. Congratulations. Well deserved. Yeah, and it was. Um, it, it was a. It was a good finale. You know, it's funny because like I watched the finale and then I watched the Drag Race, Drag Race Thailand, Thailand finale. Finale was unbelievable. It's like. That what's what's frustrating uh, to me is like you have a model and it's demonstrated now twice of how to do an amazing yes. finale. Yes, you agreed. Have queens do their own show right. and then a runway. Yeah, and and it's live, and you you, you can stop complaining about people posting spoilers. Yeah. It's like I can't I cannot believe that they are complaining about people posting spoilers. I understand like. Why do you got to do it? It's about the ego and all of that. But like, you're really complaining about it when you have control over this. Yeah, yeah, it could be different. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, the idea in the finale of of letting the queens kind of prepare and bring like, here is why I'm America's Next Drag Superstar on and off the show. Like, here's what I am bringing right. you, and it's not about me getting a bad partner in a challenge. Yeah, or it's, the wrong lip sync, or the wrong lip sync, or or you know what? Like, it does it has it's, malfunction. It's separate from what's happening in this show and on the competition. That's it's right. like it is I've, separate. I've earned my way to come back and prove to you why I'm the best, and like it's kind of like Project Runway. Go home and make a collection. Yes. yes. Yeah, go home and make a collection. Make a collection. Tim Gunn will come by. Yep. Check out rehearsals. Meet and by Tim Gunn, I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll be Ross Matthews uh-huh. or, or Michelle Visage. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just Michelle think Shupak. that, like, we saw that happen with Drag Race Thailand, and it was like, okay, this is This is this correct. is how we want. Yeah. This is what we want. And you could film three different endings, and yes, I mean, that's the thing. is like you could have each one of them win in terms of, like, filming and not have spoilers. That's right. Whereas this is, like, I... I and a lot of other people knew all the spoilers up into Evie and Brooke, and then oh, that's right, you got spoilers from uh, Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. yeah, and I was honestly like, what's funny is then watching it though, like I, I, I almost didn't need the spoilers because as soon as each lip sync happened, I was like, well, obviously Silky's going home, oh. obviously Akira is going home, like obviously Nina's going to win Miss Congeniality. There was a sense of like, there were no goops. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I, well, let's just jump into it. Uh, do you think that uh, it was predetermined that who, that the the first round had to be like there was no way that uh, that Silky was going to pick Akira? 
Oh, I mean, that was really the tricky one, right? Is like, I think Silky wasn't going to pick Akuria because that's her girl. Oh. And I think she wasn't going to pick Evie because you think about that, it's like that, that, what that does is set up the storyline where Silky came for Evie all season and then Evie sent her home oh. at the finale. You think that's what she, oh, I don't know. I mean, you think about like, I, Silky looked scared shitless anyway. <laughs> so I think it was like, well, let me go with the nice Canadian girl. Yeah. Um, and maybe that'll be at least a, a gentle execution. Oh, I see. But I mean, Silky, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I don't want to be mean about it, but it, I think it's fair to say that she looked very scared and the lip sync felt very unprepared Um, besides the reveals, which kind of happened very randomly. Right. So I don't think she was unprepared. Uh, I, I, I like those that was the choreography she prepared. Well, I don't think that she, I don't, I didn't see scared from her. I I mean, that's fine. If that's what you see, I don't see that. I did. I mean, there wasn't really a competition here, right? Because Brooke was so impeccable with her delivery, with her face, with her body movements. You know, she won despite the song topic. I know. Yeah. You know, Silky and, should have won that. Yeah. Silky should have leaned into that more, but she might have gotten nervous. Uh, Silky just did. She was more concerned with redeeming herself from the last lip sync because she knew it went terribly. She's like, well, I'm going to do the wig reveal right and I'm going to do this reveal right and there's going to be two of them. And so, like, there was no intention or drama because all she wanted to do was it to just go well. And then it, I don't really think that it did. I mean, the first reveal was immediate. So it was like, well, what was the point right. of that? And then I felt like, I mean, when she was, like, the first look when she had the blonde and the pink and the white thing, I mean... To me, like this was like Trisha Paytas filming a video on her kitchen floor realness. Like it was, she was giving me such. I hope there's Marys out there who see this. It was such a Trisha Paytas like. I see it. Messy like realness. I see it, and I don't hate that. No, I don't. But hate it wasn't that the intention. It wasn't the intention. Um, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't, that'd be shocking if her intention was to be messy in this lip sync of redemption. There's that video that she, uh, I think she sent it on Instagram, Silky. Uh, of her doing a, like a death drop kind of drop to the floor uh, to the the sound of Jasmine saying, and a ooh. Oh, every time she fell. Anna, ooh. Yeah. And a ooh. That drop. I mean, but then when she did that, it's like, am I the only one that like just kind of saw her flopping around and not doing what like Akira was doing in the next lip sync on the floor? Oh, you know what those I'm saying? Windmills. Um, yeah. She. It. It seemed like Silky was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And it's not that I wouldn't like be throwing dollar bills at that in the club. But, but I'd be reaching like, over and taking mine back, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. sorry. Excuse me. I'm going to just take that back. No, I would, I would be into that watching Can I get that. change? <laughs> but the problem is, is that it was a competition. And Brooke was up there kind of doing her thing. She had the gag of uh, revealing that she actually did bring the point shoes. And she wouldn't be doing this in heels. I mean, she did a shoe reveal. Yeah. No one's ever done a shoe Nobody's reveal. Nobody's done a shoe reveal. A that was pretty reveal. smart. That was pretty cool. Yeah. No, I think Brooke, you know, it's funny. Like, she... Brooke really did kill that lip sync, regardless of Silky. Brooke really killed it. And I don't want to jump ahead, but it's interesting. We talked about this, or expected this, that then you get to the final lip sync. Oh, and it was like... We'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah. It's like... It was like, well, it's all the same stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Um... We we could keep talking about the lip syncs if you want. Yeah, yeah I mean, let's just keep going. Yeah, because there's other things that I do want to kind of mention. Yeah, I mean, the lip syncs are kind of a more shallow thing, so let's just kind of cover off of yeah. them and we can yeah. get deeper. Yeah. Um, we, before we go any further, box ninety six. Yeah, uh, I was happy to have that reference. There were lots and lots of nice references. Jocelyn Fox's Womp Womp yeah. reference. I mean, uh, 
the the sort of like Michelle announcing each of the queens, there was like a you know assist reference. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you know that's actually I was thinking about that of like not to jump away from the lip syncs, but like um, the intros of each of the eliminated queens, it was kind of like kind of like we talked about doing like a, a time capsule of each right. season. What's the one thing that encapsulates right. What's them? What's theirs? What yeah. did they get? And yeah. like Kahana so, was the hip hop. Uh, well, Kahana's was the one that was like the most like, and we've got Kahana. the one who went home. Yeah. The Coco's one who went home second. Yeah. We got Coco's <laughs> daughter, a queen who didn't last long. Oh, at all. <laughs> Kahana Montrese. <laughs> She's not joking. Yeah. Bitch. Aren't you glad to see <laughs> Kahana Montrese? Oh man! Uh, yeah, no, and uh, yeah, we had the sister. We had um, Ariel Versace. What did they? What did she say about her? Oh, oh, it was like the Bratz doll, right? probably, or yeah. you know, something about the wigs, probably. <laughs> anyway, this the second lip sync was Evie versus Akuria, and you know, uh, so I went to uh, pieces with uh, Sister Mary Billy or analytical mm-hmm. please welcome to the stage analytical mm-hmm. um a fabulous drag queen that uh, is famous for knowing for making the game the vanji cookie game uh-huh yeah you can go look that up and there's a Nina game you made as well right yes uh so anyway so we went together and we agreed after the first watch we were both like that could, that could be a tie akiria and evie the, after the first okay, watch okay 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 we're in pieces we're a little far from the screen we've been drinking that yep okay yeah that would make sense then if you thought that was a tie yes yeah so because we missed all of the nuances so we, all we really saw were like some great reveals from akiria for a live show because you have to consider there's a live show and so reveals do something it's like whenever there's that applause or that cheering that's kind of you know that what 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 was it? Like if you don't hear them applaud after the reveal, Drag Race yeah. Thailand. If yeah. you don't, then you did something wrong. Then you did something wrong. If people aren't gagging, you right, did something right, wrong. Right. Uh, but the the but the details in Evie's weren't so apparent. And so uh, you know when Akira was giving the drama with the like the windmills on the floor, it was just like oh girl. But second watch, Akira had a lot of trouble with those words. And Evie, I'm sorry. I did not know the free Britney. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. That's a reveal. <laughs> That's, That's a, a reveal. reveal. On a song called SOS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, relevant. I mean, like, it's just, Akira felt very, like, like it was like a, a lip sync on Ambien. Her flat. Yeah. yeah. Right. But then the reveal, it was like, it was like Monet's Pussycat Wig reveal, except not funny. It was like, oh, look, it's the same thing underneath. Right. I didn't know what, I if they didn't, they showed it, it was like, wait, what did she just take off? And yeah, I so see what you mean. It felt kind of like I just, she took off that flat wig. Is what happened? Well, that was the only. That was when I noticed the reveal was when she took off the wig and went to the blue, and yeah. then started doing the windmills. And I was like, yeah, this kind of needed to be the rest of the lip sync. Right. This like, it, it was. I just I couldn't believe how not present she felt. Agreed. And it's like, and I've seen other performances of Akira's. There was one someone posted. On the subreddit, and I think it was back from like 2012, and it was some maybe like open mic thing, but she did this like, like lip sync, but it was like some kind of like scat performance, not poop, uh, you know, a jazz kind of thing, and it was it was a lot. Davis. It was a lot of that, and it went on for like four minutes, and she nailed every fucking lip sync. Of course she did. All right, every every fucking nuance. In that lip sync, so it's like, obviously, in a curious one pageants, it was. I think that's why I'm surprised. It's like Akira is so fucking good. I wonder your first watch of it, how much of it was affected by you knowing the outcome. To be to be honest with you, because you might have subconsciously been looking to see, I mean, how Akira failed. I was also willing to 
to for that all that tea to be wrong. And I was uh-huh. there was part of me was thinking, oh, what if all of that was just like to throw people off the trail? Not that Sophie was lying, but that the tea she got was someone yeah. lying. So I kept that open. But I mean, I knew this like ten seconds into the lip sync. I was like, sure, Akira, this is a rough start. You'd have to turn the beat around so far, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, Evie, she. What I love about Evie's lip sync is she does so much with her face. Yeah. And you know she has the the back kicks, the back bends. It it was so much more lived in, yeah, than Akira's, which felt just very. Uh, it felt performative and not as uh, genuine. Yeah, I also think when you just compare, like you look at Brooke versus Silky, you look at Evie versus Akira, you look at the looks they're performing in. Um, Silky had reveals, but at the end of the day, she and Akira were not bringing like dynamic looks to this performance right whereas evie and brooke were bringing like really different interesting looks and it's like it's the finale don't just bring out your tuesday body suit, yeah i got know? that from akira for sure i was like really girl like this was maybe she was just like i gotta move i gotta dance in this but like i think of you know and again this was this is my problem with the finales from now on and i'm not taking anything away from aquaria and i'm not taking anything away from evie because they both did great on the finale uh, of their season, but I feel like Drag Race is, had lightning in a bottle with Sasha Valor. They had, according to Vigor, they had no idea yeah. that this was going to happen. Yeah. And then it happened. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like every year after that, we're, I mean, it's just like you can't compare anything to that Rose Petals moment. No. And so I, I, moving on to Evie versus Brooke, what I loved about Evie is that at least her reveal was something different. Yeah. Where it was like, yeah, I'm going to reveal another fucking face. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't, you know, take off my garment, take off my, it wasn't a split, you know, it was like, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, we are, I, I feel like I'm always going to be disappointed because the Sasha Valorum, it was incredible. Yeah. The garments she brought were incredible. Well, I think when something organic like that happens and, and it takes off and it's a hit and it goes viral, I think the first people thing people think is like, okay, how do we do this again? How right. Do we, and that is the wrong That's step. That's not how to do it. I mean, to, you know, to talk about Jasmine Masters, who now has had two memes that came just out of Jasmine Masters being herself. Right. And I think... You know, her people just discovered it, but I think it, the moment Jasmine Masters tries to do that intentionally, it fails. Ugh, it, yeah, it would be obnoxious. It'd be obnoxious, and so I think it's the same thing here, where it's like you just can't. You have to let each season be its own thing, and it's and like we see this in a number of ways that this this finale was such a wildly produced version of previous finales down to like the oh queen's God. reactions yes. in the audience. Yes, Mary. And so like, I oh, think maybe I'll be a meme, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe I can get what, you know, uh, Monique Hart got last year right. with that face. It's like, so there's Soju and Ariel just like doing mugging. Sur- yeah. Mugging, <laughs> mugging, not a, not a bank safe in town with these two muggers, you know, like it was just crazy. Stick them up. Yeah. System, system up. up. Yeah. Yeah. My system si- down. My sister in crime. Yeah. Um, yeah, I it's part of your world. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call them? Um, What's a fire and why does it burn the witch? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, it was such a, I, so I think to that point, I feel like reveals and like stuff like that is all just about trying to have another one of those moments. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I, I think reveals now are unfortunately very standard for these live shows because mm-hmm. it's like, 
the audience is waiting there. It's right. a live show. It's not on TV where we're going to like see Kennedy like do what she did in Greenlight. Yeah. And we're not going to see Trixie like pulling out the ha- like we're not going to see that. Or I mean just to compare like Angela and Nung in oh the Drag Dra- Race Thailand finale. I mean that is a new level of reveal. That is it was we're going to talk about that yeah. in an hour. But like that's the whole thing is like this is being done like a Imagine if, okay, sorry. Imagine if Latrice Royale did her natural woman lip sync. Oh, I would. It, it would. It would fall totally flat. I know that you know, and people were saying that about Evie, like, oh, Evie can't do something in this final fin- like lip sync, and it's like, I, I think we're forgetting, like, yeah, there's different ways of approaching this, and right. what Evie was doing, what Latrice did, was like she's trying to pull focus. You pull way. focus, yeah, and it worked, right. Um, I guess you know whatever it did work. Yeah, but I I guess just to kind of like I can't help but promote Drag Race Thailand because I feel like there's so many people who are like, oh yeah, no, I don't watch it or whatever, oh, subtitles or whatever the reasons are. People just don't like jump to it, but at the same time are kind of feeling like this fatigue about Drag Race or these frustrations or it should be this or it should be that, and it's like. Great, you should watch Drag Race Thailand yeah. then. Watch another drag competition. Yeah, you should see, because they're actually doing all the things you think that Drag Race should yes, be doing. exactly. So you should go see that. Yeah, even Dragula, if you are if you can, like, skip all of the exterminations. Yeah, right? they're doing all, all the things that people are asking or hoping that RuPaul's Drag Race would do. And yeah. I guess part of me thinks, like, well, then maybe this is just what RuPaul's Drag Race does, and this is what Drag Race Thailand That's does, right. and that's what Dragula does. It's and fine. How cool we have choices. Yeah, choices. Yeah. Um, just going back to this Evie Brooke, I got the gag of Brooke, like, there's a reveal, there's a reveal. I got it. Well, I got it. Oh, Sorry, I got it. a crazy it. person. Yeah. Um, it just seems so last season, right? Well, it was It like, seems so like Aquaria coming out in the big... The uh, wonton. The wonton. Yeah. Well, I think it was also like the jacket being the self-referential like reveal, here it comes. And then I think the reveal needed to be a goop. And she took it off. And it was like, oh, it was just a reveal. And okay. it was a great garment, but it was just a reveal. Like, yeah. I needed something else. Like, it, it, she should have turned the reveal on its head. That's what it is. I, I think she needed to turn the reveal on its head the way Evie did, where it's like, here is a reveal. You have, literally going I'm on my literally head. Literally going <laughs> on my head. I'm literally showing you a different face. Like, I would have loved for her to do a handstand and then a new garment drop down. Mm-hmm. From below, and then it like inverts somehow. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I see what like you're the reveal is upside down, so it, like it falls off her body down to her hands on the floor. If she like cartwheeled she, out of something. yes, and then cartwheels out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it needed to be. Right. Was a different either the 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 action of revealing needs to be different, something. or the thing itself, or the thing itself needs exactly. to be different. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was attempted at camp, right? It was like. Sorry, it was like farting loudly, right? It was just like, yep, there's going to be a reveal. And I feel like it's very last season. Yeah, and then it was just like, okay, well, thanks for the fart. And you know what? Evie coming out with those mirrors, looking the way she did, edge of glory. Yeah. Granted, I don't think either of the queens, their looks really connected with the song. But yeah. I guess they do know the song beforehand, but I guess they have their look picked out long yeah. before that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I wanted, I just wanted to mention because Evie's reveal, we've never seen it on Drag Race, mm-hmm. but I did see a queen do something similar at Bushwig this year. Mm-hmm. And if anybody was at Bushwig, you, I think it was the second day, you saw Lucy Balls. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, a drag queen with a body <laughs> name. Oh my god! Um, Lucy Balls come out and she uh, she's she's walking real weird when she's coming out. It's this creepy music, Dragula like music, 
And, you know, her face looks super weird and pale and painted and it's all foggy. And then all of a sudden she's walking super weird. And as she approaches closer, like, holy shit, what's going on with her body? And then just when you figure it out, she turns around and she was actually walking backwards. Right. I see. I see. And mm-hmm. it was so we went crazy because mm-hmm. we actually and, I, and maybe I was the only one in the audience, but it seemed like most of us did not know she was walking backwards that yeah. we just thought she was walking real weird. Yeah. Like, you know, like a drag queen would. Right? Sure. She's doing some <laughs> kind of shit, you know, yeah. shit, shtick and shit. At the and same so time. what I loved about Evie during this performance and when I said she, she won it is when she started spinning. Oh, that. And means- it was just like face, 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 face. And that's what Lucy Balls did mm-hmm. during this song about identity. Oh my God. It was so, but anyway, so she does this thing where she's singing and then she turns and mm-hmm. then she sings and then she turns and she just keeps kind of like mm-hmm. doing these one eighties and it was so impeccable. And so that's what this reminded me of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this was really like that moment when she was doing that turn and like just was like uh, this little pepper grinder, yes. you know? Yes. Uh, I really. And then when she bows, because mm-hmm. literally the back of her head face mm-hmm. bows and then you see her face. Yeah. It was, it was so great. It was just, I think. You know, it was something we had not seen before, and I think that's the whole idea. Is I think with Brooke, everything was great. Oh, there was great. just I don't think there was anything we hadn't seen right. before at that point. That's all it was. Um, and that's you know, I I think it's hard to say that about someone so great as Brooke, but like that's Ugh. Drag Race season eleven. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, Evie's look was grotesque and glamorous at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's a feat. Mm-hmm. Whereas Brooklyn, like it was all in her body, and it was fantastic yeah but it 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 lacked uh pushing the boundary Mm -hmm. which i think rupaul at least this brand hopefully wants you to do is push the boundary forward yeah i mean and i think you know just the larger narrative as well of like evie oddly this queen with a disability Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i think that's um i think not even i I feel kind of like i'm being very all right mary about this but i do think there's something really cool about like a queen with a disability winning you know i think we've talked about this before like you know, maybe about Evie, like, could a queen do drag race in a wheelchair, you know? And it's yeah. like, I think that's, I don't know. I don't just think. Don't cry out Right. Do a little <laughs> Melissa Manchester in that wig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's anorexic, not deaf, Amber. <laughs> or no, she's skinny, not she's deaf, skinny, not Amber. Deaf. That's what she said. Uh, it's from Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah, we're explaining our we're jokes. We're explaining our jokes. Um, um, you know, I will say this just because I think, you know, we're going to be all right, Mary, about it. The other uh, kind of quote-unquote disability we do know about from a, a winning queen is jinx monsoon oh her narcolepsy yeah, yeah sure sure yeah. um but i think it's like this is like something that literally like like is also a deterioration oh like, i see what you mean this is something yeah. that's going to eventually take her out of drag in this form yeah and so i i don't know I, you know there's part of me that thinks about rupaul i mean obviously like you know they could they could kind of decide who they want to have win but you think about the larger narrative and you think about the time you think about RuPaul you think about the executive producers it's kind of like what's the story we want to tell on this show yeah. in 2019 right they have they have those discussions yeah and there's like, no way that they aren't having those yeah. everything is calculated it yeah, has to be it has to be and so I just think that there's that element too of like Evie I think for a lot of people it's like this is uh, it's not going to solve anything but it's it's a step in the right direction of like let's celebrate the weird. Yes. Let's let's celebrate what's different. Let's On a show by queer people yep. for queer people. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
I don't know. I I just think that like that's where season eleven got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and, definitely. You know, and the same way that we look back at season four and season five, and we talk about like what it meant to see you know Sharon win and see Jinx win, and like um, you know Sasha Valor. You know, like I just think that like it's those it's those wins that feel that they've moved the needle in some yes. way. Agreed. Whereas Aquaria, like a queen like Aquaria, for example, or a queen like Violet Chachki, or a queen like um, Raja, it's like amazing queens, top of their, you know, in terms of like what they're doing, they're at the top of their game. I don't know how much they're moving the needle in the same way. They're just being experts of what they do. There's fashion into yeah. it, right? And I think with Aquaria, though, I think Aquaria has an asterisk only because it was season 10, so it was kind of like 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the, like, some of the discussions we had was how referential it was yeah. to past seasons. And to have a queen that grew up with drag race. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Aquaria is one of those queens where it's also like, I, I what she's going to be doing in 10 years is going to be like stupid good. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, right. like the more she learns about herself and the mm-hmm. more she evolves this, it's like she's Aquaria does feel to me a bit like, I think the idea of the future of drag, I think Aquaria, she just needs time. I mean, that yeah. queen works her fucking butt off. Yeah. So she just needs time. Like I would say like a bendel of creme to like, yeah, go and make a show. Yeah. What's that going to look like? right. And like figure out like kind of like with Vanjie, like hone that bullshit. Yeah. I think, I think Aquaria is a queen who's actively really honing the bullshit. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, speaking of this crowning, uh, with Evie winning, um, we kind of yes. hinted at this, but yes. Do you want to reveal uh, yeah, what so we learned about the finale? Yes. Yeah, in her original kind of like you know acceptance speech, she made some reference to eating babies, right. and then they like made her redo yes. it. Yes, Rue was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> they uh, they made an excuse. Uh, this is what I read. They like made some excuse, like, "Oh, we had some sound issues. Can you do that again?" And then RuPaul was like, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't make any jokes about eating." It was like that. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how that went down. Um, you know, I I guess. It's like this is we've talked about this with past seasons where it's like the fact that they film each of those like crowning. It's hard to it's hard to like even like Evie's react. Even the nuance of her putting her fingers in her mouth yes. just made me like Cringe I just a little bit. No, I love that. Oh, I actually did. loved it because it was so. I don't know. I I normally would cringe, but there was something so kind of just like. I saw the little kid getting dressed up in the in the dinosaur outfit when he was seven. Yes, you know? the make believe. I saw the little make believe boy putting his fingers in his mouth. Yes, it was such a childlike I gesture yeah. that I thought, oh, that little boy just got validated. Totally, and yeah, they only filmed two endings. They didn't even film a tie, which yeah. I was confused about. And then, uh, but Brooks' ending apparently, she just talked about being queen of the north, and I okay. was like, I don't. Another Game of Thrones. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> you and Candy Zionite over here and Changela. And she Angela, was, yeah. Daenerys. Well, she, uh, Candy always called herself the Queen of the North, but yes, Daenerys. Yes. Uh, I didn't realize Queen of the North was a Game of Thrones reference. Yes. Because well, it's King of the North, and oh, now I it's see. Queen of the North. Because yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, so. I know you're one of those hipsters. You know, how did you feel about the fact that Daenerys went? Well, no she, spoilers. Um, that Daenerys was in the last. Oh, how did you feel about Daenerys in the last couple episodes of Game of Thrones? Yeah. I'm not giving any spoilers away. Well, Mary's. If you haven't seen it at this point, okay, I'll ask this. I won't ask any spoiler questions. Were you, did it, did it feel like this? Oh, this makes sense. Or you're like, oh, fuck this. So I declared uh, what I'm calling fan bankruptcy uh, last season um, in season seven, where I was like, well, this show is not going to end how I as a fan want it to. Uh So I can choose to watch it or uh, choose to watch it and hate it. 
or I can choose to watch it and like just enjoy the the rest of this story that they're telling. And you weren't invested at that right, point. Right, so I was no longer invested. Mm-hmm. And granted, I didn't realize how invested I was in Ghost, who is a dire wolf. Oh, uh, yeah. But that is, uh, those moments were the only ones that I had emotional reactions to. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, also, Drogon the Dragon. Um, oh, Marys yeah. that saw the last episode know about that moment. Uh, Drogon truly broke the wheel. Drogon uh, learned from his mother's mistakes how to deal with anger in mm. a proper way. Good for him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're very intelligent beasts. Yeah. Uh, uh, dragons. Yeah, they're like octopus or octopi. Octopi. There you go, Mary. Oh, look who's a really smart being over here. Oh yeah. I guess I'm just a local camel. Well, you don't even watch Game of Thrones, right? So you're smarter than me, right? Yeah. Is that what kind of. Just a oh, local yeah. elephant. <laughs> um, you said it. Yeah. Um, uh, well, anyway, Mary's. Uh, I loved how she said, "Follow your oddities." Uh, fly your freak frag. And yeah. then did RuPaul say France? Like, no, France. No, France. <laughs> I uh, I did not hear that. I think at that point I was kind of like, you know, when people leave a baseball game early, I oh, was okay. kind of like, okay, great. I'll see you. Gotta go. Get have you been to a baseball game? I have walked out of baseball games, yeah. <laughs> I know how to There's leave. There's only a- one way to leave a baseball game. Early. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an experience, but like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like, let me just see the 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 urinal situation, and then I'm out of yeah, here. Yeah, the trough. The trough. Ugh, oh it's God, like the eagle. Oh, it's with, with yeah. Just oh God, there's so many men in there. There's so <laughs> many. Yeah, there's so many dads trying to un- yeah. empty their bladders next to each other. Ah, uh, probably touching. Oh God. Yep. It's just everything. Yeah, just uh, the urine coming down. So many Wrangler together. jeans <laughs> in one row. Papa's got a brand new bag. You know what I'm saying, Mary? I hope it's not a colostomy bag. <laughs> and that would be okay, right, Mary? Well, I just mean that, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to play that game. Like, I'm not trying to squeeze the bag. You know, it's not uh, my gig. Did you hear about RuPaul's reaction shots during the lip syncs? Was actually her reacting to Eureka and Kennedy doing the lip syncs? No. Yeah. What? Well, because they couldn't have cameras on RuPaul oh. while the... Uh, the queens were lip syncing, so they had Eureka and Kennedy do Bootylicious and uh, uh, SOS, and then film RuPaul the whole time, and RuPaul is like, <gasps> to all of that. RuPaul, it's called acting. <laughs> like, Eureka's over here risking her knee again. Oh, seriously. No, apparently the tea is that Eureka kind of won the Bootylicious one. And Kennedy slayed SOS. Oh, I could see Kennedy killing yeah. SOS. Yeah. Oh my God, I would. Me too. Love oh, to see that, God. especially what what she was wearing. Who knows what she was wearing? Mm. But, um, yes. So anyway, um, I wanted to just briefly talk about uh, other queens since we're talking about Eureka mm-hmm. and and Kennedy. Um, I always think it's very interesting to note which drag queens are not at the finale. Um, Granted, like there could be a lot of reasons why they're not there, right? Gigs, um, they need to be paid. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still interesting because it shows which queens are actually working, yeah. versus which queens are maybe disinterested or which queens are dis- like dissociating from this brand or yeah. you know or whatever. Um, and I I found it very interesting that the past winners not present were all winners except for Aquaria and Raja. Wait, the, and pa- the past winners, w- not- w- past winners of Drag Race. They were not present except for those queens. Yes. Oh, that's Aquaria, interesting. Aquaria, Raja, and Monet. Wow. Yeah. So Tyra, Bibi, Sharon, Jinx, Bianca, Violet, Bob, Sasha, Alaska, Trixie, Trinity, and Chad Michaels. That's insane. 
that none of them were there. Well, because maybe they're all working. Maybe. I'm not. Hopefully. Yeah. Or but they're yeah. all. Yeah. They all hate drag race. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but speaking of queens there, maybe our Marys can help me out um, because I w- was watching Christina, the Queens, and I was like, huh, I'm going to write down all the queens that walked out on this runway that yeah. were apparently the legends. Right. So it was a great song. <laughs> Who's available? <laughs> Legends equals did she did she answer the email? <laughs> did she confirm? Great, she's a to legend. Not get paid. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, I was happy for all of these girls. They looked fantastic. So you had Eureka, then Mayhem, then Monique Hart. Okay. Then Blair St. Clair. Okay. And then James Mansfield. Yep. And then Marys. Correct me if I'm wrong, but gently and kindly, I. I couldn't really tell who this was, but I think it's Pandora Box. It's Wrong. After, it's Sorry. after James Mansfield. She had she was she had red hair, um, and then after that queen was Mrs. Kasha Davis, uh-huh. and then Nicole Page Brooks yeah. came out, and I was like, girl, yep, NPBFAG. Oh my god. Um, and then Jasmine Masters in that bodysuit, jamming, yeah, Jam Masters, and then uh, Yuhua Hamasaki. Uh huh. And then a queen with an eye patch came out. Was that Nina Flowers? Uh, it may have been Venus Delight. Okay. I don't know. I feel like she was Venus Delight was not listed as being present at the finale. I feel like I heard somebody talking about that. Maybe it was us girlfriends. They couldn't. They thought maybe that was Venus or I don't know. I think a lot of people were having this issue of like I didn't know who a lot of those queens were. Right. Well, I knew who most of them were. So then, then it was well, Raja. Look who's an octopus. You know now. what? Eat my shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. <laughs> No way to speak. Uh, you gonna, you're gonna tell <laughs> yeah. me how to speak now, Mary? Use your mouth. <laughs> Excuse your mouth. Excuse your mouth. Uh, um, you forgot, yeah. Colin. Yeah. You forgot. Um, then Kennedy got Dan Davenport. And then Nasha Lopez, who uh-huh. looked fabulous. Yeah, she was back. And then <laughs> bitches, I'm back. And then Kamora Black. And then a queen. I have no idea. I have no idea who is after Kamora. Uh, who is after Why Kimura? y'all acting brand new? Why y'all acting brand new? Who is after Kimura Black? It's no shade. Uh, she was kind of in this like red scarlet look. When I did a Google image search, all I got was blonde. And I was like, well, she's got blonde hair. Was it Serena Cha-Cha? Maybe. Yeah. But I didn't recognize this queen. And then it was Sonique. And then Alexis Mateo. And then Coco Montrese. And Sissy That Walk, Mary. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Mary's. The reason I'm reading that list is because I want to know who those three queens were. Yeah, help us out. Uh, I'm sure Reddit's got the list. Yeah, um, I looked on Reddit, couldn't find it, uh, but I'm bad at looking on Reddit. So you um, just scroll. <laughs> I find if you scroll, push up, just push up. Just, just yeah. say scroll. Just say scroll. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I did. I was very much gooped and surprised to see Christine and the Queens. Um, at the finale, I think uh, I think she's great. I think that was a an inspired choice. I think also the fact that Christine was a, a meme in season eleven is no small reason why they would have reached out to her. But she's also, I think, just like a great performer. Uh, for Marys who have not listened to Christine and the Queens, highly recommend. Okay. Um, some of it's in French, some of it's in English. I so many good lip sync songs. I just like what a like. What a phenomenal choice. Okay. I was like really excited about that. Great. Yeah, in terms of like aligning with a musical uh, performer. Okay. I'll check her out. Yeah. I don't know them. Um, and then uh, I'm wondering if we could just talk for maybe two minutes. A case for Silky. I 
the reason I bring, I want to bring that up and I, I need some help. I was at pieces and when Silky came on the screen, the people in the bar booed. And I'm just kind of like, okay, n- now I'm kind of like, come on, guys. Right. Well, we're booing her. I think that that's. Are we just mad that she was kept on the show? Like, I, uh, for me, I, I know that she's got boundary issues, right? That's very clear. And mm-hmm. I don't like that. I'm not going to boo her. Well, I think then that's it, right? You just don't boo her, but you don't have to, like, find a reason why she's, like, I, I'm sure there's stuff that she's done, obviously there's a reason she's on the show. I'm sure there's lots of stuff she's done. That's been really great. We've seen some of it on the show. I'm sure there are great personality. There was never a dull moment. moment, And that's all true. But like at the end of the day, like if you're just not excited by her drag or you're just like not really feeling it, then you don't have to feel it. Right. You can be like, yeah, it's just not for me. I'm just, I don't really see the appeal. And then that's it. It's, it's not about like having to figure out well where how how is this queen valid? She's valid. She's just not your cup of soup. And it's just about whether you, how you send that back to the kitchen, you know. Right, right. And I think that that's, you know, I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing that she can she could have done. Not, not that she, there's something she could have done differently. I just don't think her getting to the finale was her fault. Meaning, I think the producers pushed her to the finale, and I feel like. Us as fans were frustrated by that, and we're taking it out on Silky. Well, yeah, because what we saw was like, you know, Angie should have been in that spot. The footage that the or producers Nina. wanted to show us of of Silky, the story they wanted to tell about Silky. You know, Silky did what she did in the competition, but I think instead of sending her home, um, you know, or like it, they accepted her bullshit, you know, for many weeks, and like we're you know buying into the personality and not expecting the changes, you know, in her aesthetic that other queens were expected. Yeah, it's not Silky's fault, you know, except that she didn't make any improvements. But the fact that, like, she kept getting passes isn't really her fault. Right. It's not her fault. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's deliberate, you know, that the producers show her talking about so many times how she's like such a lip sync assassin. But the other side of it is like, well, she kept fucking saying it and then she wasn't. Yeah. So, like... Anything you say is free game. I I just feel like the producers could have, and I think a Mary wrote in about this, and forgive me, Mary, for not crediting you properly, but there was somebody that wrote in and saying, like, Silky probably would have done better had the producers been a little kinder and sent her home earlier. Mm-hmm. And then she would have been, a, like, she would have gotten the robbed queen yeah, thing that in Nina a way, got. In yeah. a way. And maybe not the same way as Nina. But, you know, like, a, but like anytime oh, a queen oh, goes man, home early. She had a big, huge personality. Yeah. She's actually really funny. Yeah. Scarlet Envy. Scarlet Envy. She would have gotten the Scarlet Envy treatment. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think that, uh, yeah, Silky was an interesting story it, it this season. It seemed like she was, um, I don't want to call her the victim, but it, because of circumstances with producers and the story, people, fans, are, fans are meaner to her because mm-hmm. of, of show circumstances. Right. That's because people who are mean like that are – there are a whole bunch of things. But it's – you know, it's, I, to me, it feels very unconscious, you know? Yeah. It's not like this is some, like, very conscious, calculated decision. This is all just, like, these emotional responses and, like – a lot of is informed by a whole bunch of things, like what people expect of a drag queen. Um, I mean, yeah, the fact that she's like femi, fat, and black doesn't help, you know, and for a lot of fans to like, it's very easy to come for someone like that. I mean, there's some great queens on this season that say and love Silky. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think that's different than some other queens from 
past seasons that you know the yeah. fan base and queens don't really like Tyra, right? Being yeah. an example, uh-huh. uh, there's. I just don't. It's like well, we have to we have to figure out a way to stop believing what is told to to us is reality and realize that it's not which is ironic because that's like part of the gospel of rupaul exactly. it's like none of this is real none of this yeah. is real and and none of this is being created with some sort of like deeper message here no. of like don't believe any of this is not real it's being portrayed as reality yes but it is more and more not real exactly every season is a oh little this less season and i think realistic. that's why so many people hated this season i mean i mary's on instagram are are like hey you know your recaps are great but oh my gosh this season it's just like yeah okay mary we get it like i totally get it this yeah. season was so produced yeah yeah it really was and and you and know the finale was let's talk about the finale as as a whole with all of the time fillers all of the segments all of the mori povich segments those were like three to four minutes each yeah you know what was strange about those the fact that like um, Evie's, Acuria's, and Silky's were fairly straightforward, and Brooks was like an SNL skit. Oh, I know they each had like you well, know, they had the fem, uh, fortune. F- I know yeah. they had they each had like a little bit of a bit, but like that would kind of come inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got a one track mind. Um, uh, hold it in, hold it yeah, in, yeah, hold it in. Oh, 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 yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, hope you're wearing underpants. Uh, so yeah, I think it's so funny you call them underpants. Underpants. Ever since I met you, you call them underpants. Do I underpants? <laughs> you don't say underwear. No, say underwear. my little underpants. Um, oh, God. but you know, I I think that the others had like there was like a little bit within the larger segment, but Brooks was like all satire. It did seem like it was all satire. It was uh, it was awkward in that sense. Yeah, it was. She was. Doing all of these little things about how, oh, yeah, she's awkward and, oh, she's beautiful. And then that whole thing with Tiffany, I thought was actually very funny. Well, yeah. And, like, you know, obviously, like, Silky and Akira, they all had, like, a little bit. I just, I felt like it felt so out of place and, like, such an effort to kind of, like, oh, here's Brooke with a personality. Yes, exactly. And I didn't think it was necessary. I think that, no. I think that Brooke can be, she has a charm on her own. If she's just being herself, you know, I mean, that's always the case. I, I miss the days and I know that the reunion kind of replaced this, but not even yeah. because I miss the days when we get, you know, four queens at a time yeah. and we kind of get like 30 seconds to a minute with each of them. Yeah. And I, I, these, it seems kind of like fans and those queens are a little shortchanged. And I'm not talking about Monet's little drag doll. No, no, no. Uh, I, I think we saw more of her than we saw of Honey Davenport. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. Where was Honey? It was, where like, was Honey? I barely got Honey. She walked down the runway and then was sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that that's... I miss that. That's And I think the, the reunion doesn't create a space for those queens no. either. So no. it, it's and we got Kahana crying about you know going home. And oh, like, I yeah. was like that didn't do anything good for Kahana. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the reunions. I don't know. I kind of love. I mean, I obviously I really I like the format where we're seeing the the, the reunion as part of the finale. We're meeting up with the queens. Yeah, again, I like that. And we're building up to the the suspense right. of who's going to win. Right. You know, I think that's right. These little Mori Povich things. I. Well, I appreciated the effort. It was kind of like, this is still going on? Yeah. Yeah, and I also feel like this is kind of telling me, except for Akira, like a lot of what I already know. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, Now, segments that I loved, and again, a queen who could have been in the finale herself, but we wouldn't have gotten this, 
is Vanjie on the street. I mean, she got as much time in the finale as a finalist would. Yes. As a, as a final four would. Yes. If not more. You know, I think what that really was was like in terms of the reality show of Drag Race, you are a finalist. Like you're the final, you're in the top. Because right. like maybe not the competition, but she brought so much to the reality show. And I think it's interesting. Like I think Silky was thinking she was going to be the like spinoff queen. Mm-hmm. It's Vanjie. It's Vanjie. It's Vanjie. Van I would be very interested and surprised to see – I don't want to say surprised. I'm interested to see what Silky's able to make happen. Me too. In the WoW Presents world after this. Yeah. Because I... It will be All-Stars, you know, and that'll yeah. be her redemptive kind of thing in a couple years. I just think she probably needs some time to get out of people's mindsets. I mean, to remember, Jasmine Masters went from being, like, hated and oh getting my God. death threats to being, like, beloved. Right. And she just did it by being herself. Right. And so I think Silky... I so. Yeah. It might be similar. Yeah, let's hope. I yeah. mean, I, I, I don't think that. Again, these are people, right? Yeah. Whereas Jasmine Master, I mean, sorry, Jasmine Masters, Vanjie, I think she's already there. Oh, my, oh, totally. This segment solidified. Yeah. That. Like the uh, that whole exchange. What's a Vanjie? And then she was like, the winner of season eleven. And your wife. And your wife. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like to do that kind of like Billy Eichner thing. I was yeah. like, this is You're better than Billy Eichner. Yeah, yeah. Like, like much better. Because the... Billy Eichner, I want to smack in the face when he does this. Right. It's so obnoxious, whereas yeah. Vanjie, it's really charming. I mean, granted, that segment he did with Julianne Moore was amazing. Oh, I love <laughs> that one. When she does the line from like Magnolia and yes. then she like smiles afterwards. Yeah, she's yeah. like literally crying. Yeah, and then goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, it. I was acting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely expect Van to see more of Vanjie. I mean, Vanjie, she had that segment with um, Wrigley, the dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Vanjie. V- Vanjie talking Vanjie to dogs. Was robbed. Yeah, it was so <laughs> funny. Can we just have, I would watch a YouTube series of Vanjie talk, interviewing dogs and doing their voice. Yeah. Oh, Can yeah, Can you yeah. imagine that? I, I, Wow Presents Plus. Uh, Come on. What's the title of it? Um, I was just trying to think of that. Um, uh, Walking Vanjie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Walking Vanjie's in nature. These walls could Vanjie. Yeah. Uh, 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 Vanjie. Uh, yeah. Something with um, uh, animals. Uh, yeah, uh, canines. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's I'm totally blanking. Vanessa Vanjie. <laughs> my canine. We're moving on. Yeah. Um, moving on. It'll come back to me. <laughs> Marys, what would you call a Vanjie talking? A Vanjie interviewing dogs. Uh, right, YouTube right. or you know Wow Presents Plus yeah. series. What would you call we have it? We plenty of creative Marys. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yes, that that segment, the bar I know was dying. Otherwise, like for many of, the, excuse me, many minutes of the episode, uh, the crowd was talking. Mm-hmm. Even during the Stonewall discussion, when RuPaul talked about Judy Garland throwing the oh, first brick. Oh yeah, that was great when they showed the footage. Yeah, when yeah. it was it was her hand on the piano, and yeah. yeah, I think someone was filming it on their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was that rainbow in the background. Oh, that's how that's how the rainbow became the symbol yeah. because there was a rainbow. That's right. Yeah, because Judy Garland was there. She was there. And she grabbed the brick from the under stone the wall, rainbow. Under the rainbow. And then she went over the rainbow with the brick. Yeah. And so somewhere over the rainbow, it hit a cop in the head. If happy little bluebirds can fly, then why can't this brick? She's a brick and I'm drowning slowly. Yeah. Thank you for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Let's fold that one. Yeah. So it became this like anthem against abortion as well. Oh, that's right. It wasn't crazy. Judy was such a revolutionary. Yeah. You know, I was listening to, uh, oh man, oh, it was uh, Bill Maher, and John Waters was on it. That's why I was listening to it. And John Waters even made the joke about Judy Garland's death 
lining up with Stonewall. Uh And he was like, yeah, maybe they were upset. In the same breath saying, like, it was mostly, you know, trans people and queers and sissies that went to this bar. Like, it was not a popular rich people, rich gay person bar. It was... It was seedy, mm-hmm. uh, kind of, and kind of, you know, rough. Um, and to my friend's point, who was there uh, and around during that time period, like those queens weren't listening to Judy Garland. But yeah. anyway, anyway, Mary, she was just there playing. It's a hot and topic. No one was listening. I know there are Marys out there listening that are very upset that you know we're we're, we're poo pooing that idea. But. Well, all right, Mary Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, feel free to write write a draft of that email and send it um anyway or don't um so because you know we're just joking it's just a fucking yeah joke. we're just joking for god's Mary's. sake it's yeah, just we're a fucking just joking. joke yeah um look i don't want to defend it it's a fucking joke yeah it's a joke obviously we know she wasn't there she was dead yes god <laughs> duh we know well no and then the but the but the people running in are saying actually it was judy Garland's get death that fueled the riots and i'm like i don't think i think that's a a, a nice idea i think it was just like boy what a day yeah Boy, what a day. Right, right? Because uh, in reality, there was a raid in the Stonewall just the week before. Yeah. Just the week before. This was happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they couldn't even, they had to have men's clothing on. Uh, they couldn't just be in drag. They had to have one piece of men's clothing on. Right. It was illegal. Does a jockstrap count? Uh, <laughs> on your face. Yeah. On your face. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mary's. We, we, of course, went on a little tangent. Just a little tangent. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about Michelle's boobs? Yeah. I, you know, I mean, uh, I think it's great that she is turning that platform into something yeah. real and is going from just like boob jokes to like, okay, well, here's a real thing. Yeah. Um, because so much of this audience is women or, or you know, whatever the correct term is, people with breasts, like, uh, that it's relevant, yeah. you know? So, uh, and I think it's great that, like, I don't know, I think it's, I think there is a drag to breast implants and creating illusions. I mean, hello, G-Tops, hello, Trisha Paytas, hello, D- I don't know if she said breast implants, maybe she has, she did liposuction, um, but... Detox, Trinity Taylor, just queens with it. I've had Elvira. Yeah, they've had as much. Have it has Elvira? Had? No, she no. Hasn't. Those are real. Those are real. for those all the melons, world to see. Yes, those globes. Those globes for all the world to see. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just thinking the drag of breasts. Yeah, but the drag. Right? But I mean, like putting, like getting breasted. Oh, plans. I see. Okay. Well, Queen, porn queens yeah. are doing that with other parts of their bodies, fillers and implants and all that shit that like, it's all relevant. It's all just creating an illusion. And yeah. Because you could be a woman without breasts. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, you can. And so I think that Michelle was creating an illusion and now she's talking about a reality. Yeah. And like, I'm to be honest, like, well, I'm ready for a break from all stars five and season 12. I'm, you know, and maybe we'll just see it on Instagram. I'm really excited to see like, the new Michelle. Yeah. You know, I think that's... Living her, living her life. Yeah. And, like, being proud of the body she's got. Yeah. You know, and, I think... And, and going towards health. Like, yeah. I, just, I, I think that's what I love the most about it, where she's like, actually, this isn't normal. Yeah. Oh, actually, I feel so much better. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... The, the answer f- was right under her nose. <laughs> <laughs> right on the nipple. Yeah. Um, no, I, I also love that she believes in the the power of humor and comedy mm-hmm. and is allowing it to be a part of the show. Like yeah. she's like, yeah, I had big breasts on the show and now I don't and it's okay. You, yeah. You can joke about it. You can it. joke about it. Yeah. It's like I think yeah, I like I just I think that 
I don't know, that segment, the In Memoriam, to me, I was like, this reminded me of like the RuPaul show from the 90s. Right. This is that tone that I just think like we are in a very sensitive time. Yeah. and, And some people don't feel the tone and they just see like, you're being disrespectful to Michelle's body. And so like the fact that RuPaul had to like, have that that disclaimer of like oh you you, this is okay that we're doing this right he has to do that now in 2019 i'm glad he did i'm glad he did to just kind of prove the point that you can laugh about these things yeah but it's also i mean the whole they showed clips from the entire series that michelle has been on of people like mugging to her boobs yeah and i just they're called boobs they're called boobs but i think this whole like i this is a much larger conversation about we'll have another context and sensitivity and whatnot but it's one of those things where I do, to be very, very frank, I go to that place of like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, like, I see. St- stop being so desperate to check off the I'm offended box today. I see. And I know that's a nasty place to go, but that's where I go. So, like, that's my tea. All right. Well, it's served piping hot. Yeah, and then maybe someone can check off their box by me saying that. By you saying that. Yeah, yeah, and maybe, yeah, and, and you're proving a point. Yeah, but. and then your box will be checked for the day, yeah. so that's good. Well, I want my box checked every day, Colin. Well, listen, uh... <laughs> All right, Mary Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, no, I certainly understand both sides of it. And I'm kind of like, girl, like Michelle, the, the, these, this is this is part of her journey. It's, yeah. it's it's all it's all part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, and and I I really appreciate that she is being so open about the entire thing. I think yeah. there's a documentary coming out. There or, is. There's a documentary coming out. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it, I don't know. Um, oh, like I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like just to have this experience, which is experienced by uh, female presenting people, mm-hmm. to be a conversation that gets started on this tacky little TV show, I think is so great. Yeah, and it's Michelle who is doing it, mm-hmm. and I think for me that's what is so meaningful is that there is this super person who is a mother who's doing all of these things in her life and dealing with her health and now letting us in on that Mm -hmm. and and promoting it because it there are people that watch the show whether whether you're female whether you're trans whatever that need to hear this yeah i mean i think that's always a running theme with drag race right is like if it's not speaking to you it's probably speaking to someone yeah because this is not the messaging that's going out right now like i think like you know, obviously in the United States, we're in an interesting time when it comes to women's bodies. And so it's always good Completely. to see some positive messaging around that. Where you're taking control of your, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Imagine agency over your own body. Right. What a, what a concept. <laughs> can we put this conversation to breast? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think we can put a nipple on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Let's give this, com- give this topic some areola. Oh God! Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, we're, we're just piercing another topic right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. Um, um, we're just maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe Nina West's uh, Miss Congeniality Kindness Award. Oh, I'm sure you saw Evie's tweet. Uh, no. Oh, Mary. She, maybe I did. Maybe I'm I so didn't. excited to read it to you. <laughs> I can't wait. So Evie has re- she wants to rename. The oh yes, Ms. the Kindness Award. Award. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, so do, should I still read it or do well, you? Well, I for it? the Marys who haven't heard it. Certainly. Oh, um, so Evie oddly on Twitter has written the Miscongeniality Award shall hereforth and every whence be known as the Nina West Kindness Award. 
given only to those who can truly make each single person they meet feel special. Be kind, go west. Yeah, I I I think that was I mean, I can't believe we let so much time go by without saying the name Nina West, but the celebration of Nina at the finale and like the reception that she yes. got and the joy that people felt seeing her win Miss Congeniality and that meh moment, right. the nuance. I mean, if there's a best supporting actress, uh, yes. Miss Congeniality is the best supporting actress of the season. Of the season. But in terms of this episode, that is the moment. That is it. It was just, I mean, yeah. Vanjie is a, is a, a, you know, a close second. She's like golden globe. Yeah. Golden sure. Drama desk. People's choice. Yeah. <laughs> but like in terms of like nuanced, like moments that like, uh, man, the way she like looked yeah. at it, that oh, nah. it was so good. I mean, I believe that she knew beforehand. I she had to have. Known. I believe that that whole thing was known. What that she was going to win, or that she was going to do the math thing? Um, that I think that she knew she was going to win, yeah. and I don't know. I, she probably knew she was going to say. That. Oh, I'm sure she yeah. planned all yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it was wonderful writing. It was. It was such a funny moment. So good, and to do it right in front of RuPaul. Right. Oh my God. Everyone died. It, that to me was the the moment that gagged me the most. It was like that, and then the Evie reveal on the last yes. lip sync were like the ones where I was like, "Oh, bitch!" Yeah, um, yeah. It was great. I those mean, those are the two highlights, and then Vanjie, I think her segment being of the course, third. Yeah, um, I really, truly believed uh, another great moment was Michelle kind of standing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think those were some highlights. I think yeah, Nina just looked very happy and just. I mean, she just radiates joy. What what a what a special queen. I mean, a season 11, I know we've had issues with it, blah, blah, blah. But like, you got to find like the, the parts of the hole. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Which what? parts? Yeah. Which parts, you oh. know, um, yeah, careful. Yeah. Parts <laughs> unknown, you know, um, Oh, not the moving parts. No, no. Those, you definitely want to step out at that point. Once things start moving. Or push um, in. Yeah. <laughs> push in while he's pushing out, honey. Oh, we are at the end of the season. Yes, we are. Um, it's the best advice I'd ever read about yes, I know, anal Mary. sex. Yes, you, you, you tell me this probably every three months. Well, it's just so that the Marys <laughs> know, too. I don't know who's listening who might be like, oh, I'm really afraid to have like anal sex. I don't want it to hurt. It's like, push out while he's pushing in, honey. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. And you don't want anything to be pushed out. No, so obviously, you know. Deal, have fiber. Plan yeah. with that. You know, that's for a whole other episode yeah, where we'll we teach episode. you how to douche. We're but, not going to do that. Uh, you We're know, not but do that, Mary. No, <laughs> there's you the know. internet. Yeah, there's the internet. Yeah, you don't need me to tell you how to do yeah. that. But uh, yes, anyway. Um, moving on. I <laughs> don't know how I got into that topic. Well, maybe we should do our ad for Squatty Potty right now. Oh, maybe. <laughs> you know, it really helps when you're pushing out before he pushes in. Oh God, is putting him up. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knees up. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So Nina won. Uh, that, that was. I think that's the finale. It was to me. That it's, was. It's over, Mary. It's over. It's over. I mean, that's the other thing. Is like Mary's. It's oh, over. and I want to qualify because we, we, now that it is over, and I do have to say, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Me too. Is that yes, we are about to have a bit of a summer vacation, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to be getting all right, Mary, every week. Right. We uh, have planned it out so that all of the Drag Race Thailand season two episodes that we've done for our Matreons will now be coming out as main stage episodes right. over the summer. Yeah, every Monday. Every Monday. And Matreons don't think that you're getting shorted because we're still creating content for you every week. That's right. So uh, that's not stopping. There's still going to be lots of like, I think over the summer, it's going to be a lot of like fun kiki episodes. Yeah, so it'll be lighter. If but, you're into uh, us, like chit chat about yes, stuff we've been that's seeing. That's only on Matreon. Watch, yeah. Yes. Th that's going to be on Matreon. They'll be patreon.com backslash R8 Mary. But 
I mean, the 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 fact that we have been recording live every week for like six months. Yeah, it's been. Uh, it, I, I, I'm not complaining, but it's I'm not hard. either. It's just been a lot of work. It's hard. It's just been a lot of work, it's and uh, it's been the best work I could ask for. Yeah, we went on. Uh, we went to Portland. Went to Portland. Yeah, we you know we've had guests. We've had bonus episodes. Uh, it's just been yeah, like it's been a really great year for All Right Mary. Right. And I'm like super grateful, but you know everyone needs a break, yeah. right? Like yeah, self care. A little break, yeah. Uh, you know, don't go anywhere. You know. Oh, I mean, I, this should be a reason if you have not watched Drag Race Thailand, right. and you know we've talked about it every week. We talk uh, about Gia Gunn, Drag Race Thailand, and Nuance, Masters. Jam and Masters, <laughs> uh, Alexis Michelle. Alexis Michelle. Apparently, I talk about pushing out while he pushes in a lot. Mm. So I mean, like these are the things that are important to us. This is your opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I. Drag Race Thailand, if you're reluctant, first of all, we'll tell you where to find it. First of all, you can go onto Twitter and look at at Kuda Lacorn. It's with a K. K-U-D-A-L-A-K-O-R-N. And his pinned tweet is a link to some illegal Drag Race Thailand links. So yep. they are illegal. Or you could go on to Wow Presents Plus literally for the price of a cup of coffee. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what Kudalo Corn says. Yeah. Um, and and you can look, find them there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of other places that we don't even know about. But YouTube we, we love Kudalo Corn subs. Like, they're really good mm-hmm. um, and very informative. So we appreciate those. Um, but, yeah, they're a little scary if you've never, like, done anything illegal on, on the Yeah, well, before. you know, like, there's, like, the two links. The one has a lot of pop-ups and weird like porn ads. The other one is Mega Upload, which you can download the episode from there if you've got the capacity. Yeah, um, yeah that's what capacity. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so you know, you know, if you're still kind of unsure, at least listen to some of our recaps because we will go on tangents. Mm-hmm. We will kind of tell you about the episode, and you can kind of get the gist, and then maybe watch it. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. see how it goes. Uh, if you if you're like, oh, I'll just start with Snatch Game. Sure, start with Snatch Game. Sure. Yeah, the Drag Race Thailand episodes are fun because like we were doing them for Matreon, so it was a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Like that. That's the thing is like the Matreon episodes. I think are a lot more like you know just talking to the inner circle whereas like oh this episode there's like a lot of people hearing this right so let me like be careful yeah but i say all kinds of offensive things on matreon episodes i don't care it's great not really we don't we're not no, we're, we're i'm just saying like when you when you're talking to the people who've bought in versus like you know everybody yeah it's tough yeah it's tough but that means that those episodes now being released to everybody are a fun glimpse into what you get from Patreon from, episodes. Yeah, from Patreon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't have much else to say. Um I, I have a lot to say about Pride Month, but I'll save that for a Matreon episode. Yeah. I mean, we are also probably not we're not gonna do like one of those season and review episodes with superlatives and all that. Yeah. I think we're just tired and you might be as well. Yeah. Um I will say that I I do think the the enduring quote for me this season of all the quotes it remains from the first episode. You got to staple that shit to your ear, girl. Mm-hmm. I love that. I just love that. I just love everything about that. I love the whole idea of stapling that shit to your ear, girl. I mine is uh, very obvious. You know, be kind. Fucking go west. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great message. I think. Yeah, the things that I'm going to repeat over and over. It's going to yeah. be those things. Yeah. Trying, Mary, I'm trying. Trying, Mary, I'm trying. I'm a magician. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, thank God for Nina West. Uh, Yeah, we have some great quotes uh, that we could look back on, but I think we'll save that for another time. Yeah, I think think season 11. Let's... let's, 
Yeah, yeah we're we're good. Yeah. We're going to close the book. Yeah. Yeah, it's midnight. Uh, it's midnight. So to right. speak. Yeah. Don't feed them after midnight. Yeah, it's 11:59. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um well Mary's you know, have hags. Have a great summer. Yeah. Um What did you, you call me? You know, you know what I called you. Yeah. Um <laughs> I know you did. Well, well Kit. Well, guess keep what, in touch. Colin, I did. <laughs> hags and Kit. <laughs> It's a cop Mule, show. Hags. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, Marys. Because kids K I T. Keep in touch. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what the kid. That's what oh, people wrote kid. in my yearbook in eighth grade. K I T. Hey, Kit. Keep in touch. Yeah. Uh, I was like, thanks, janitor. Uh, hey, Kit. Hey, Kit. Keep your eye on the ball. Sorry. Um. Uh. I, I'm. I'm in a. I'm in a stupid a league of their own quote hole right now, Mary. Climb Fuck out. You. We are in the home stretch of season eleven. All right, Marys. Marys. You know yeah. where to find us. Take it home, Mary. <laughs> All the way May. All the way May. <laughs> they love her. Um, anyway, Marys, you know where to find us. We're on Twitter at Alright Mary. One more. <laughs> One more. Sorry. Ellen Sue. Ellen Sue. One more. And she like looks down when she Sue. says that it. Look at me, Ellen Sue. That look at me. Oh my god. <laughs> Shake that one off now. Shake that one off. <laughs> Rosie didn't even know the camera was on. She didn't even know the camera was on. Oh. Uh, Nothing. We just gave her a dress and a lot of liquor. <laughs> anyway, Marys, uh, we are on Twitter at Art Mary. Um, please email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to like send us pictures of dogs, of cats. Uh, we want to keep in touch with y'all over the summer. Um, so email us there, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. Of course, uh, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also, and you know, uh, feel free to follow my summer adventures there. And uh, you can get lots more of me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance, which is my other podcast. Um, I just put out the Muriel's Wedding episode, which I'm super proud of. Uh, And there'll be a lot more of that this summer. So that's a lot more of live me. Uh, You can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you already know by now more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. All right. Well, Mary's, you know, this may be the last you're hearing from us live for a few months. Unless you have uh, Patreon. Unless you have Patreon, um, which we highly recommend. Otherwise, enjoy Drag Race Thailand this summer. And we'll still be on social media. So feel free to reach out. Send us your reactions. Yeah. um, And then. Dragula's coming up. So uh, that may be our return to live episodes is Dragula season three. Little teaser right at the end. Take him out, keyboard cat. Wait a minute. Mary, you didn't think that we were going to end our recap of this season without a last chance lip sync, did you? I'll bet you did. I'll bet you were like, oh, see, they forgot. See? Anyway, Mary's, no worries. We almost did forget. Uh, but, uh, we didn't. Instead, we changed our, our song choice at the last minute. Um, this song I think is so appropriate for many Drag Race fans. Uh, and I say that fans, uh, for many Drag Race fans and All Right Mary listeners, uh, I think this song is very appropriate. This is a, a really great Last Chance Lip Sync song. Uh, I, I do think a queen could have a lot of fun doing this in a comedic way or a non-comedic way. Uh, the video is very iconic for this uh, song by Roxette. It must have been love, but it's over now. 
Uh, must have been good, but I lost it somehow. You know what I mean, Mary? Like, that's kind of where we are right now. But anyway, uh, maybe the love will come back. That's what we're hoping. We just need a little break. Anyway, Mary's again. We appreciate you so much, and uh, thanks for listening. Here is your last chance lip sync. It must have been-